Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, and Mike the Mariner rounding out the crew on this first broadcast into our 19th year on the air for the World of Boating. I kid you not, uh, April Fool's Day was our anniversary last Saturday. Here we are, we made it through another year. And, uh, you know, it, it, there's no uh, telling what's going to happen as we approach our 20th year on the air. Uh, I, I kind of take it on a week by week basis. So it's anybody's guess whether we make it to next Saturday, let alone uh, to our 20 year anniversary. But uh, here we are today. We're going to make the best of it. Mike the Mariner out on the water as we speak. And uh, I don't know. This doesn't look like your uh, boat, Mike. Are you on someone else's vessel today, or what is that? No, no. This is Silhouette. We're, uh, we're on the St. John's River today. Okay. Uh, and uh, we went up to. All right. Well, you know what? He he is the uh, passenger, and he has his better half at the helm, and that's why it looked a little different in the closed caption video and on YouTube, yeah. Facebook, and uh, Twitch. So uh, I don't know. You're you're just kicking back and enjoying the scenery uh, today for we a are. change, right? All right. That's right. That's right. I'm taking out, uh, letting her run the boat. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, he he's on the uh, he's literally on the water. So uh, I'll tell you what. Hold back a little bit. He's in a kind of a a rough cell zone at the moment because they are literally underway. So we'll let him pull into a cove and then we'll get in uh, to it a little deeper there with uh, Mike the Mariner. But uh, obviously he's in uh, good hands, being that he's not at the helm. Would you agree, Barry? What do you think? Yeah. Uh, well. Who's at the helm is actually better looking. So, well, okay. <laughs> Don't make it awkward. Uh, Barry. No, I'm not. I'm not. He gave me a thumbs up. <laughs> okay. He agreed with that. Yeah, that's yeah. right. All right. Well, I, I would tend to agree too. All right. Uh, we do have a, a lot of uh, boating news and information to navigate through today, however. Uh, Captain Patrick was telling us a story right before we went on the air about a new boat that caught his eye because uh, Patrick is also a motorcycle maven. And uh, and I think there's been a boat that is taking its uh, you know nautical uh, you know clues or, or cues from a motorcycle and uh, taking this and uh, designed a new boat called what exactly Patrick what is it you know it it we are in our 19th year it only seems like 57 right um and despite our pre show meetings how you could get everything that I said and turn it around backwards is a st- Astounding, Greg. Wait, you said so, you liked the design of this boat because it it, it took some uh, you know design cues from a motorcycle no, sportster, right? The, 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 the story it's the story revolves around a Harley Davidson sportster that has been built, kind of a custom build that takes its design cues from the Riva Aquarama. Oh, so it's reversed. I That's have it what reversed. I just said. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, regardless, <laughs> you, you like it. You were pretty uh, animated about it. And I, I was like, okay, Patrick's actually pretty, uh, he's pretty ginned up on this uh, this design. 
So, well, it's 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 certainly a one-off, and you know, uh, some motors motorcycle enthusiasts um, will kind of uh, poo-poo the Sportster. You know, mine uh, that I was riding uh, when I was hit head-on back in 2014 by that guy coming out of that center turn lane. Mm. Uh, my mine was a 1200 custom. Uh, Screaming Eagle performance package. Plus, I did a bunch of custom touches. I lowered it in the rear, did a custom seat. Uh, I mean, I, I, I had that, that thing was just amazing looking, really turned heads. Yeah. Um, except for one, the guy who hit me. Well, um, really turned heads. Takes wherever one. I went. Right. Yeah. So, uh, this one coming out of this, uh, Italian design studio, uh, took a lot of its design cues from, the Riva Aquarama, which, if our listeners are familiar with that boat, if not, run, run, run to your computer right well, now. Well, d- d- describe it. I mean, that's well, what we want the, to talk the Re- about. The yeah. Riva Aquarama is is a classic wood boat design. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of has that rounded uh, boat tail, uh, if you will. Heavy wood accents. I mean, it's it's laid up wood. Uh, a lot of nautical white and teal. And the Sportster, and you can find a picture of this, of course, at worldofboating.com, or if you follow us, World of Boating, on Facebook, uh, you'll see a picture of this. And it's just one of those that uh, you can see they put a lot of detail into it, a lot of hard work. It's certainly a custom. I, I, you know, I don't think anybody that they would even ever sell this. It'll probably be a display bike and make the rounds and uh, well, it sounds like, like if you if you buy the uh, Aqua Rama, right? The Aqua Rama, and you buy yeah. that, you would want to get the you know the you want to complement the purchase with one of these Sportster motorcycles, right? Uh, if you could get them to buy another one, this was done by Hazard Motorcycles. Uh, so it's it's just a really really neat thing uh, that uh, really kind of caught my eyes. I was yeah. as I was perusing the uh, boat. Uh, news stories for the past week this one popped up on my feed so i thought i'd share that got some uh already got some little bit of feedback on the facebook page right um uh, so, thumbs up yeah. thumbs down what are they saying oh, yeah th- thumbs up yeah. i mean so if you had a choice calling, hey stupid captain patrick this is a boat show don't be well give it time about motorcycles. give it time well what about uh what would you buy first patrick being your motorcycle and a boat guy would you get the motorcycle first or would you get the boat first if you had the option Ooh. and money wasn't an issue mm. if money wasn't an issue right you get both the boat the boat. And how much I, is that thing going for? Do you have any idea? Those Re- Reva Aquaramas? Yeah. <laughs> Money's no issue now. I know. So what do yeah, we know? I, I, I'd, ha- I'd have to go pull. If you could even find I'm sure there's some out there for sale. Barry's going to yeah. go run some numbers. He's my accountant. Oh, Here we go. Boy, uh, God help us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you, you, are up in, you are up there in the stratosphere of, you know, it. that is a, those, those Reva Aquaramas, I mean, that is a sunset cocktail type of boat or right. you know you're going to go cruise around the lake mm-hmm. um, make a couple passes before you put it back in your mansion of a boathouse go ahead barry yeah okay. what, do you, what do you find how much does the reva boat cost uh, what I prices, asked. yeah prices range from fifteen thousand seven ninety seven, which maybe is just a steering wheel all the way up to eight point four million dollars what <laughs> wait a minute yeah. how how could it start at fifteen thousand I guess it depends no, that, on that's for, that's for the model boat that you put on your desk. Yeah, <laughs> right. That would yeah. be the little one, the but, RC I mean, version. <laughs> but if you're going to get this boat, then you really need to get the bike to accent well, it. Well, I was going to say, yeah, it would be cool. You have your boat at the local marina, 
uh, preferably on a dry dock because mm-hmm. you don't want it getting all nasty in the water. Right. And you ride up in your Aquarama motorcycle yeah. and park it in its little spot. Well, what is uh, similar, though? Is it the line, the colors? I mean, it's, I- the, it's the it's the colors. It's the accents. It's, okay. You know, everything from the, uh, the kind of that blue, teal, and white, uh, the way they painted the engine, mm-hmm. the uh, custom cowling uh around the front which but it uh, doesn't have wood on it does it well I'm sure i don't believe that that's actually no? made out of wood oh. I, I would be surprised if it was but um but then it again, might have like teak accents and things like that wood it, accents it, no maybe. there's no t there's no teak on that boat no but i mean it here's an like, rama yeah here's one on the uh, yeah screen. the deck looks like a wood green kind of thing or something i mean you may not oh, yeah, be that, wood that's, but. that that no no the aquaramas are all wood oh they are that's, okay that, that's not a that's not a fiberglass well, then what uh, were you saying was it not wood? The bike, you mean, or? The, the, the cowling on the front of the uh, the motorcycle. Oh, okay. You yeah. know, kind of the winds. It's kind of a combination. Almost almost mimics. You're familiar with cafe racers, Greg? Mm, no. I'm familiar with racers. I'm familiar with cafes. Okay. Do you but... remember a song <laughs> from the 80s called Take On Me by the group AHA? Yeah, uh-huh. they suck. Yes. Okay, they hated them then, hate them now. Okay, but you remember that that video where the guys are on the uh, the, uh, turn on the motorcycle? Yeah, turn Those into are cartoons. Cafe racers. Oh, oh, okay. So now uh, we got to go watch that uh, video. No, we yes, don't. you do. No, yeah, we, but we it, it is interesting. As you know, uh, question for uh, Barry and Mike: uh, with the boats that you have, what vehicle best would mimic or complement the boat that you have? Hmm. All right, we'll let them think about that at the uh, on the commercial break and come back, and, and maybe you should think about it at home, too. I never thought about that, but maybe it's something we should be doing. All right, that's coming up next on The World of Boating. You're listening to The World of Boating Radio Network. Posting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. 
Java screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast welcome aboard i will be your captain you'll be my scallywags i don't know what that means but you will be them and here's how we play thank you for your attention and welcome aboard let's go this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew. All right, so uh, you got a boat. You need to buy a motorcycle. What should that motorcycle look like? Is that what you're no. asking, Patrick? Or no. what kind of vehicle should you pair it up with? No. What? The, the, the question I asked was, mm-hmm. based on the story we just talked about, Right. what vehicle for Barry and Mike, what vehicle best complements the vessel that you have honda ridgeline black that's edition not, that's not that's that's not a that's not an actual thing it is it's a no it's vehicle. not 2017 not. honda no. ridgeline black edition wrong awesome any, any any truck that has a solid body is not a truck okay. all right that it, doesn't help uh barry mm-hmm. i don't think i, I, I was think. having a debate about that in my mind earlier yeah. today about the ridgeline and i go hmm all right why so, am i wasting my time well yeah. <laughs> let's find out how how much wasted you're uh, struggling here man you're it struggling is. yeah all right so barry uh, has a 17 me? foot uh triumph, triumph. now who triumph motorcycle yeah, yeah. well if, if you want to go by name triumph motorcycle if you wanted to go by is there anything styled like that it's a center console boat there's no car that I could think of that would be styled like that. Hmm. How about a how about a milk truck? Because no. it's made out of like uh, milk cartons, well, plastic milk cartons. But the, they're not only the cartons. But here's a car that was plastic, and we're not talking about the uh, fiberglass Corvette. We're talking about the old Saturns. And I did have a Saturn station wagon. Mm-hmm. I had the first of ones that came out, did. the SW1. Hey, I put two hundred thousand miles on that little sucker. Really? Right. So you would pair your Triumph, seventeen foot Triumph center console with a old Saturn. Saturn. Let, let, an old, an old Saturn. Saturn, but it was a good hmm. car. Let me twist the question. <laughs> okay, twist it. What what vehicle <laughs> would you customize to look like your boat? Like this motor, this 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 Harley Sportster was customized to with the accents to kind of mimic the look of the Riva Aquarama. So, is there a vehicle out there that you would? No. This I, not, I'm not, because, not according to Barry. <laughs> Wait, here's exist. why I say that. Just 2003 white Saturn station yeah. wagon. <laughs> right. Yeah. Understand, Patrick. The boat that you see is beautiful. It is a piece of art. Okay. Which this one are we talking about? A piece I'm of talking art. about the the Riva the Aquarama. Aquarama okay? okay. Yeah. That is gorgeous. That is a piece of art. Uh huh. Okay. This the surprise. My little plastic boat is just a boat. It's more like a utility vehicle. Wow. It has really nothing. It's every are you really center gonna, console. Barry, are you? I'm not are trying you to put sitting, it down. You are. You're. Yeah, you're putting no. your own vessel down. She's your, gonna your hate boat you. Is in the garage crying right now. <laughs> No, no. How it's dare just you? That, 
disparage your own vessel. What's if 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 uh, the company that made these Aquaramas made a center console that was like mine, that would be a different story. But the thing that is unique about it is that it is plastic Hmm. and it is very very sturdy as far as that's concerned. And the Saturn was the same way. I never ever in the 20 years that we had it, because my son had it for 10 years, never had a dent on it because anytime a car opened up and hit it, it just bounced right off. Mm, okay. And that's the same as the, uh, as you know, as surprise. So, right. so why don't you just say the, uh, the Tesla Cybertruck? Mm, not no, a good because match. it's not big. It's nah. not that big a truck. It, it, it <laughs> maybe a Tesla because what, well, but Teslas aren't plastic. Are okay. they? They're aluminum or something. It has like to be that. plastic. Uh, I say well, we. Has to be the plastic. boat is plastic. Why don't we get in one of those little uh, kitty electric uh, jeeps? <laughs> that you give a two-year-old uh, putts down I'm the sidewalk. Sorry. It just is what it is. But I found a. Uh, there is a camper out there that looks like a boat upside down. That's not. That's not. I'm, yeah. yeah. I know what you want. I know what you want. I just can't give it to you. I'm sorry. I sent you a picture. <laughs> He's really a, trying. He's I sent you a picture. Mike, Mike, can you bail us out yeah. of this bit? Help, Mike. Hey, help. I'm gonna. Go, yeah, I'm gonna go with Winnebago. Oh come on. Well, okay, a new a, a new one or a, like Christmas vacation type no, yeah, or something. Like Christmas vacation. Really? You know, kind of big and blocky. Yeah. You know, with the, yeah. All right. So that's uh, not a Winnebago. <laughs> He's shaking his head. Right. Okay. Look, look at this screen, Patrick. I, I I don't know. I would think uh, you guys would be thinking bigger than that. But I, I yeah. Okay. But you you're thinking Winnebago from the standpoint that okay, it may not be the prettiest vessel in the uh, you know at the marina, but it's it's very utilitarian. It it works. The size is right, and it does everything you want it to do. Yeah. Is that kind of what you mean? Kind kind of like a kind of kind of like a battleship. The only thing missing is a gun turret on the bow. Uh, you know? Gun what? <laughs> a gun turret. <laughs> a gun turret. Turret. Right. That's turret. what I thought he said. Okay. Right. But we uh, both disappointed Patrick. He's all right. Winneba- I think Winnebago makes a little bit more sense than uh, than Barry's thing. I think Barry lost the uh, uh, thought process of your question there, Patrick. No, but I didn't lose. The they thought they process. both did. It's kind of like if you were looking for a vehicle to customize, and you were taking some of the design aesthetics from your boat. What vehicle would you choose to, again, kind of customize to resemble your boat? Barry is going to drive around in a milk carton. Right. And (laughs) Mike is going to drive around in a box. Yeah, I'll tell you what. You know, when AI takes over and your boats actually have their own personality, Mm -hmm. uh, you both of you fall in that category like you just called your boat fat. She is going to turn on you. I mean, I just... I mean, uh-huh. I, I would think you'd want to compliment Christine. your vessel <laughs> yeah. more than that. Uh, she would, I don't think she'll respond. I mean, right now, Greg's Honda Ridgeline is looking pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. It's, it's just that what? there is nothing that I would want to drive with wheels on it that would, I would want it to look like my boat. It just doesn't work. Okay. Uh, Mike the Mariner, what say you? What do you think? Uh, gentlemen, I'm actually going to have to go. I have to talk to a railroad bridge now. Okay, go oh, do that. I know, where he's at. I know where he's at. Yeah. All right, we'll let uh, Mike uh, sign off and do that. Uh, uh, this is Mike calling the railroad bridge. Mike say. calling the railroad bridge. Over. No, it, this it, is it, Winnebago it. 2. Uh, we'd like you to raise raise the bridge for Winnebago 2. What was the one that they flew Winnebago in? Winnebago uh, 1. Balls? Okay, yeah. Say it again. What, what oh, that's right. He was Spaceballs. Mm-hmm. Spaceballs? What is Spaceballs? Yeah. Spaceballs the movie. Yeah, what yeah. about it? 
What? Where, where uh, Lone Star, they were flying to Winnebago in space. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't he, know. He and John Candy. Yep. All right. Well, uh, I don't think his boat will fly yet, but who knows? It wasn't pretty- a boat. It was a ship. It, 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 it would help with Winnebago. that railroad bridge. I can't. I can't believe we in this day and age we still have to deal with that stupid railroad bridge on the St. Johns. Hmm. Well, there are ways to fix that. Okay. Hmm, if only. Uh, yeah. If only. Maybe if they could do something radical like build a build taller one bridge, higher, like yeah. they did with the I four overpass over that area. It's huh. it's the most insane thing that this bridge literally is like eight feet over the water and. If it's if it's closed, if a if a train is within I don't know some something like fifteen miles or whatever, they won't. You got to wait. Really? Uh, it's some crazy thing like that. They will not open it lest it gets stuck or something like that. You know, the train's got to have time to slow down. Is right. the go fast? But is that go fast train going to go over that river? Or does that have different tracks? Uh I think it's different tracks. Yeah. Okay. Mike Mike knows how to sweet talk the bridge operator. I think. Sure. That's why he put his. Uh, better half there at the helm that probably helps all right more coming up on the world of boating stay close you're listening to the world of boating radio network traffic sucks unless you're scuba diving with mike scott mike glanced down at his dive computer it showed less than 50 psi left in his tank probably just a few more breaths or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase one bullet hit the jeep's windshield spider webbing the passenger side Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast i used to have a boat you did yeah she was pretty damn sweet man i love that boat so why'd you lose sometimes the things we love aren't long for this world burn Especially when your alcoholic ex-wife gets drunk and falls overboard and drowns. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick Barry, the boater. We lost Mike the Mariner as he navigates uh, through the channels of the St. John's and tries to sweet-talk a bridge operator to raise the bridge so he can get his boat through. That looks like a Winnebago, just in case. You're, you're, uh, there ain't wondering. no sweet talking that bridge operator. How do you bridge, know? That bridge tender. Why? Because uh, I think they've had the same person in place for the last 30 years. Yeah. So that yeah. means he's at least 50 or 60 years old. Well, you just got to know which hmm. push, uh, buttons to push. That's all. You know. I need you to button. press the one that goes up. Oh, press that one. Right. The up button. Maybe right. uh, maybe some chocolates for uh, Easter. You know, that kind of I, thing. I, I got I a s- chocolate Easter bunny. If you raise that thing, 
Now, I, I just want it, I, I'm probably a project just to raise the rail line over that area would have to be some astronomical amount of money mm. to do it. Otherwise, they would have done it already. But it is, well, you know, that goes back to the when the when the coal the coal fire power stations were on the other side of the river. You know, that was a transportation hub because you had the barges coming down um, with the coal and and coming into the, the coal fired plant, and then you had the train uh, that. There was a spur there for that as well, so it was a, it, it there was a it was, there was a big need for that, and I don't think there was as much recreational boating, certainly not with yachts like Mike's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or even some of the boats that I've had on there over the years. Where you know, yeah, ain't making it underneath there. We got to wait for them to open. Well, there, is, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I, there's things you can do to negotiate. I don't know. No. Not, uh, not to, to build a bridge over that, they would have to extend it way far out because those I know. require very the, little the ramp. Uh, well, that's yeah, not going to happen. Well, I'm saying negotiate to get the bridge operator to raise it. Ooh, what if quicker. they ran it underground, Barry? That would be easy. I thought about that. Yeah, you I, know? I'm thinking more along the lines of like Mardi Gras. You well, know, be, because <laughs> what could happen? What what could possibly happen in Florida if you dig underground? It's certainly uh, stable wait, enough. No, there's tunnels. Come on. <laughs> we had the tunnel that goes from uh, Miami for the Miami port. All the trucks use it now. Mm-hmm. That goes underneath that whole area, the intercoastal and everything. So, right. ah, yeah. But they could do that. Look, you go to Magic Kingdom if you want to get to the um, what's the name of the hotel with the monorails going through it. Uh, uh, you have to go on resort. the contemporary. Yeah, they had the road going underneath. The water from that one bay to the other. There's what are we a, talking like, Disney? Are we millionaires? Who can uh, afford to go to Disney? Uh, well, true. All right, um, I know who can afford to go to Disney, and I got right. I got a couple stories here. Want to get uh, Greg and Barry your take on this, and our listeners, of course, can uh, uh, add their input on World of Boating uh, on our Facebook page. Um, we've had discussions in the past how. The precursors to the word yacht get thrown around. Giga yacht, mega yacht, super yacht. And what defines that? So have two stories. Now, recently, a $500 million mega yacht, believed to be commissioned by uh, Jeff Bezos, uh, finally made its maiden voyage. Uh, uh-huh. This vessel is called the Koru, uh, left the facilities owned by the Dutch shipmaker Ocean Co. on Thursday and traveled to Gibraltar. Uh, and at, it is 417 feet long. It is believed to be the largest sailing yacht in the world. All right. right. And this is the one we, we had talked about. They were looking at having to dismantle that bridge and he was going to pay to have it dismantled oh, and reassembled, right. yeah. you know, and there was a big kerfuffle over that. And basically they're like, okay, fine. Stupid city, don't take our money and take the jobs that we're going to create from this this project and give you a better bridge, you know, uh, in its place. So here we have, does anybody remember how big I just said this yacht was? 420 yeah. something or whatever. 417 yeah. feet. Right. Thank you for playing along. 127 meters. So we would agree that that is a, call that a mega yacht, right? Okay, sure. Okay. So down in Cape Coral, Florida. Uh, post-Hurricane Ian comes this story. A 65-foot mega yacht (laughs) 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 Did somebody let the air out of Barry? Yeah. (laughs) 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 
65 foot <laughs> mega yacht stra has been stranded in a Cape Coral backyard since Hurricane Ian. And they really don't know when they're going to get this thing out of this backyard. So on one hand, we have a 417 foot mega yacht, which we would agree that should qualify as a mega yacht. Mm -hmm. I don't believe a 65 footer is in the same category as Jeff Bezos' 417-foot sailing yacht. Well, who called it a mega yacht? Who called that 65-footer? The stupid reporter. Uh, re okay. Well, they they probably own a 17-foot well, Triumph. Exactly. It's all <laughs> relative. To him, it's and monstrous. They, they pull with a Honda Ridgeline. <laughs> no, he can't, his truck can't pull my boats. It's too heavy for him. All right, so the boat's <laughs> pulling the Honda Ridgeline. Okay. Yeah, so obviously the guy didn't really know what he was saying. Uh, I, I think maybe maybe it's a little some clickbait there, you know, throwing mega yacht around. Clickbait? Uh, would you care if I if you saw that? Yeah, well, obviously you did because people you would did the store. Hey, who gets to own that yacht? Uh, if it's on someone's land, can they keep it? If it washed up on shore, you mean? Like yeah, floating? no, no. So here here's what's uh, here's what's going on with that because we're really not going to talk about Jeff Bezos' yacht because really. It's Jeff Bezos, and he's got a huge mega yacht. So this boat is 65 feet long and weighs a whopping 50 tons. Wow, well, that's um, pretty heavy. Yeah. Not not, not really. I couldn't lift um, it. <laughs> so lift according yourself. to the owner, uh, Mr. Getz, until the last 30 minutes of the storm, the boat was fine. Hurricane Ian ripped the boat away from Getz's dock. It ended up two doors down, and it's been there ever since. Uh, according to the owner of the boat, he said his neighbors aren't too upset about their new piece of lawn art, <laughs> but here, it, now this is two houses down, right? Barry, okay. Do you know your neighbors two houses down? Uh, yeah, I do. As a matter of fact, both directions, right? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. Maybe Greg kind of. Yeah. Why? Okay. What's your point? Uh, I didn't know them before <laughs> the storm, uh, but we just came together dealing with this boat in his yard. Yeah. Hey, folks, listen, get to know your neighbors. Yeah, yeah really. Especially with an incoming hurricane certainly helps, you know, so you're not going, hey, you, uh, you know, it's a lot nicer to say, hey, Joe, is everything OK? Yeah, Bob, your boat's in my yard. Well, you know, but here's the problem. This is Florida. We have so much transience. I mean, I, I don't know all the people in my neighborhood. Uh, he didn't down, say your whole neighborhood. Well, yeah, but I mean, still uh, a couple. People. Especially if you, especially if you live on the water, man, you're probably pretty well set. Um, right. So, a restoration company is work on repairing the large holes in the yacht. Then, likely, a large barge will be needed to lift it out. But the stern is touching the mangroves. That makes the removal even more tricky since mangroves are protected in Florida. Hmm. Okay. I think at this point we can all agree. I mean, we all are stewards of the the environment, especially boaters, upstanding, outstanding. Except for another story we're going to talk about here in a couple minutes. Um, the mangroves will be okay. Yeah, okay. they'll grow back. I think. I think worse for the environment is leaving the boat there to slowly decay. Right. Uh, because fiberglass, as a whole, is not particularly environmentally friendly. Hmm. Not so, conducive to the. I, I would uh, think they'd have to either. they'd have to lift that with a crane. Well, yeah, they're, they're talking about it. they're talking about bringing in a barge with a crane on it and yeah. lifting it off to get it floating in the water. At which point they would tow it to wherever. But yeah. they're going to need a bring a crane in that way. I would think that you could bring one in from the road. Yeah, because you know, sixty five feet is a fair size, but 
It, 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 hey, look at the bright it, side, it, though. Now, uh, now the boat owner uh, that that had that incident uh, is good friends with a new neighbor, and they yeah. bonded over this incident, and now they're good friends at least until the the bill arrives, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. More coming up on the world of boating. Stay close. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. You have successfully navigated the Sea of Commerce. And now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Yeah, you were expecting maybe the Easter Bunny? Here comes Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail. Hippity hopping, Easter's on its way. This is the World of Boating. Gregor First Mate, Captain Patrick, uh, Barry the Boater. All right. Uh, by the way, happy Easter to you. Hopefully you'll celebrate accordingly uh, tomorrow. Uh, one of the things we're going to be doing on our scuba show, though, is perpetuating the legend of the Easter eel. Google it if you like. It's kind of a diving thing, but uh, it does exist. Uh, the Easter eel is a thing. And uh, if you don't believe me, just Google it, and you'll see for yourself. But we're going to be diving into that deeper on uh, Scuba Radio today. It's a myth, just like the Honda Ridgeline being a truck. (laughs) Wrong! (laughs) Urban legend. Urban. And and talking about that 65-foot yacht, how they were going to get this thing back in the water, rumor has it, they are going to take the power of 35 Honda Ridgelines and push it. Mm. Uh, (laughs) That could work. Yeah. It could do it with a single Ford F-250, but... Doing it with Honda Ridgelines, are, it's a lot more fun. Uh, I'll tell you what. Tire smoke. That is a pretty cool way to meet the neighbors, though. Hey, uh, knock on the door. By the way, that's my boat in your yard. Uh, what's your name? <laughs> I was going to bring cookies, but, you know. <laughs> I was going to see what I could salvage <laughs> no, it, it, since it was be in like, my yard. It'd be like, is that your Honda Ridgeline in the driveway? Uh, yes, it is. Door slam. <laughs> I don't know what. Okay, but you, mean you by get. That. So if there is someone else's yacht in your yard, you can't take it. Yeah. No. When's it, when when does it become floatsum or jetsum? Finders be- keepers. Yeah. I no. Mean, you're you're talking you're talking about the law of salvage. Yeah. Okay. Right. And that's if you find an abandoned vessel. You know. Um, but if it washes out. up on shore and uh, it happens to be your shore, I mean, at what point do you get to take ownership? If no one claims it, then you would could no, take if, it. Couldn't if, you? if 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 no one claims it, uh-huh. and you could certainly claim it. But at that point, you then also incur all costs associated with getting that vessel shipshape and uh, back in the water. And then, Lord knows what you would have to do to go through on a title um, to to get all that stuff changed. You know, add, just uh, change a few numbers, make a new title. Right. Do not so, do that. <laughs> do not I know. Do Don't that. do that for real. Okay, do what's do next? Not do that. <laughs> um, so. Uh, talking about uh, boaters, bad boaters, uh, also this past week uh, out on the west coast of the U.S. on the Columbia River, there's a story that uh, came to light, and there's uh, some shocking, truly shocking video, really disturbing, and, and I'm not not being funny about this. 
Uh, the video shows this boat charging, repeatedly charging this group of sea lions out on the water. And apparently this stems from these uh, fisher folk up there. And the boat that's charging is what you would consider to be a, a smaller recreational type of boat. It's not a commercial vessel, does not appear to be a commercial vessel by any means. And the uh, federal law enforcement, as well as uh, the Multnomah County law enforcement, are looking for this boater. Uh, the boat charges repeatedly at these surface sea lions. Um, there's just, listen, sea lions, they're in their element. Okay, We deal with something a little different out here. Uh, Mike encounters out on the St. John's. Uh, Barry, I don't think you encounter them all too often, but they're called manatees. Oh, we have okay. them down here. Or uh, guanas. Well, I know you have them down there. Yeah. I don't know how often you encounter them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's it can be frustrating as a boater to where, Areas, you know, like the St. John's where, you know, 35 years ago you could run, you know. Have you, have you been down in Miami lately on the intracoastal and seen all the slow zones? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty slow everywhere. The Florida yeah. manatee. Nature's so, speed bump. <laughs> so, you know, the thing is, they're in their environment. You're in their environment. Mm-hmm. They're eating fish. These fisher folk up there get upset because they're eating all the fish. You know, so we're going to run them over. Um, don't they do, do smell pretty bad, though. I will say that much. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do that because mm-hmm. yeah. they smell even worse dead, and you're going to smell even worse sitting in federal prison because um, that's where when they get their hands on this this moron that was driving this boat, pretty much guarantee that. First of all, guys, who, I'm going to assume it's a guy uh, should never be allowed to own another boat for the rest of his life. Right. Uh, not to mention forfeiting the boat that he's got whatever monetary fines, and some suitable uh, uh, prison time, if so warranted. Yeah, and it's uh, not very uh, it's not a very effective way to keep them from getting your fish anyway, is it? I mean, think about it. Even if you run your boat over a line of sea lions and take out a few, like that's going to make a difference? I you mean, probably uh, risk, with sea lions, I would imagine you probably risk more damage to your boat. Right. And this guy's going at them full speed. I mean, he's not, you know, like up on the St. John's, if you encounter one, uh, heaven forbid you you, you uh, come across a manatee, literally come across a manatee. You know, you're in a slow speed zone. You, they're giving them time to get out of the way, to dive deep, hopefully, and get out of the way of the skeg and the prop. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Uh, but the vessels are going slow. Here, this guy is, he is he is not holding back. Right. Well, um, I, it just sounds like a crazy person to make boaters and fishermen look bad. Because uh, 99.9% of... Of boaters and fishermen, uh, I don't think would agree with that kind of. Uh, I don't think no, anybody would. would agree with that type of activity. So it's a bad look. It's a yeah. bad look. Yeah. So now we're moving on to uh, Barry. Are you familiar with the broads? Oh yeah, uh, I have oh, not gone yes, out. With, yes. I, I wouldn't call her a broad. I'd get in trouble. Uh-huh. No, Barry. Are you familiar with the broads? No. Well, like the broads at the Columbus review? Columbus Isle uh, Regatta, right, Barry? No, no, no. Oh, no. well, those aren't. Yeah, <laughs> that's a different story. That's a different type of broad. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. What kind of broads are we talking about there, so, Patrick? Well, the broads. It's an area that mm-hmm. is known as the broads. Yeah. Uh, over in the UK, and okay. a uh, boat hire company has now banned alcohol on its vessels uh, to stop antisocial behavior on the broads. Uh, so apparently, you know, these uh, boats that are for hire. People, uh, you know, get on board. They're imbibing 
alcohol, and now they're peeing off the sides of the boats and <laughs> generally engaging in rowdy behavior. You know, a few weeks ago, we had the story about the the, uh, the rental boats or the, the pontoon boats down in Australia, where this group of guys boarded this boat that was, you know, just had all women on it and, you know, tried to get into a fight and they're peeing on the boat and all this other stuff. So it's, uh, you know, look, stop making it, ruining it for everybody else. <laughs> you know, I mean, truly, you're doing the right thing. You're hiring a boat. You're going to go out. You're going to do some day drinking, whatever it is. Enjoy the time out there. Be responsible in that. Don't be a jerk. Be yeah, respectful to the broads. No, you exactly. Jump, you jump off the boat and then you pee in the water. I mean, we have it down oh, pat boy. in Florida. Okay. Well, moving on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so the uh, chairperson of Visit the Broads, Miss yeah. Sparrow, uh, there's a minority really? of people who would come out just because they want to drink on the water all day. Again, nothing wrong with that. But they take crates of beer with them. They go to the pub. They moor up. They drink all day. Then they come back drinking more, and they are really over-refreshed. That's uh-huh. the first time I ever refer- had it referred to as over refreshed, but that's that's very English. Yes, uh, Boy, very proper. English uh, translation is who's done Re- real, really, uh, really quick. I have a friend that lives in England, and she tells me that people get plastered there a lot. I didn't realize it. You didn't realize uh, that, that broad they drink you knew that much. No, that they drink that much uh, in England. That that's a new one on me. Okay, well, uh, Barry's. Uh, Barry's, uh, you know, uh, expanding his his yep. horizons, and mm-hmm. they, he, there's actually other people in the world that drink. How about that? More, <laughs> more than CJ. Really, more you than, think so? More than Jerry? Yeah. I don't know. Well, you get a bunch of broads together. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> easy, it's going to bring them easy. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. the broads. The broads. Yeah, I'm gonna, broads. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be there in Amsterdam in about a month. Uh, and it's Great, a red, it's a red light near where this is. No, no, place. no. They got the broads there on the red light district. <laughs> and, uh, if you take pictures, oh, they, good. uh, throw their, uh, they got a little cup of, uh, their relief, uh, liquids. They're going to have they hate, hate Greg mail pictures. to scuba radio.com. All right. Please. On that, uh, disturbing note, we'll wrap it up till next time. Remember whether it's sail or boater. Life, life is, better is better as, as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.